that's not what a healthy relationship is. It's just like you only get off the plane when you think like they might marry another person. Thank you. Oh my gosh, you're so, so right. Okay, so excited. Bonus episode. It's a bonus episode. I'm so excited. I'm like, feel like I'm on drugs. I've been excited about this all night. I couldn't even sleep. Um, okay. (laughs) You go, I'm making a list. I was like, for the topic, you go, no, a fucking grocery list. Yes, I'm making a list. You got so feisty with me. We take bonus episodes so seriously. <laughs> I was up all night, like, making notes and stuff. Um, anyways, we got such a really fun response from the Sex and the City couple episode that we thought we would we would expand this topic. Yes. The Fuck You Carry Bradshaw episode you guys are still talking about. It's still put in your stories. I love that that could be how someone discovers us. You know, like, someone was, like, tells their friend, I loved this episode called Fuck You Carry Bradshaw, <laughs> and that's their intro to us. It's just us <laughs> shitting all over the most famous couple in TV. Well, surprise, we're going to shit on some more couples today. Get ready. Get ready. Yeah. Um, quickly, as always, we're coming to you from Mouth Media, powered by Sennheiser. Whew. Okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't a, know. Like it's a bonus episode. So I mean, like I feel like this is like oh, shake this it is out. Like it's like senioritis. Like I have to talk about stuff. I don't want to talk about. It's a bonus. What are you guys gonna do? What are you guys? Where are you gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So and we, we do have Raina's adorable intern Leah in studio. Hi everyone. She, <laughs> if you hear a little extra laughter in the background, it's her. Uh, she also. Uh, we're gonna let you guys know soon. Why, why, it's a bonus episode. Why not now? Um, fucking say it. We what? have a merchandise line coming out. Oh. Okay. So probably like, I'll tell you every day. No, about I just this. we haven't plugged it on an episode yet. <laughs> um, so Leah designed all of our merchandise. She is a a brilliant genius. She just did everything I said. It's are you my dream? Is this the dream yes. couple? Um, anyways, we have a merchandise line coming out. It's t-shirts, it's mugs, it's phone cases. So you guys can just have on your body with girls. Over, there's one specific hat. I like literally stare at it every day. It hasn't even heart samples haven't come in yet. I like check the mail every day. <laughs> Where's that fucking hat? I need it. So you guys can look for that. So today we're going to get into, and I know that you read the episode roundup, yeah, so no, big surprise you're not here. an idiot, but um, we ranked our most famous couples in history on television, and we're yeah. just going to... Well, we just took the quote-unquote iconic famous couples in television, and we're going to shit all over them, basically. This isn't like a love fest. This is like... It's a hate fest. A hate fest. <laughs> well, it's really... It's it's gonna be similar to Carrie and Big. So if you like that, strap in, Saddle bitches. Up. <laughs> all right, okay. we are gonna kick off with the number one, probably most famous couple of all time on television. <gasps> oh my god! Deep breath, Ross and Rachel. Okay, so a little about me. <laughs> I've friend. I've seen as much Friends as I have. <laughs> we just we're, like, we're gonna talk about Rachel and Ross. But about and now me. she's like, okay, so a little bit about me. I just like to let people know that there are a few shows that I have seen every episode multiple times. It's probably it's Sex and the City, 
Stay by the bell. We'll get to that. And friends. So I'm, st- I st- friends like soothes me. I still watch the episodes. Like they're on every channel now. Everything's syndicated. So I'm a huge friends person. I love friends, especially living in New York. I'm just a big fan. I know it's kind of cheesy. I know it's like the, has the laugh track. It's like old school sitcom style, but I still really love it. I think they're all amazing act- actors and actresses. I literally think Jennifer Aniston is some of the best comedic time of all time. I'm a huge fan. Across the board. Okay, so you're a fan. I'm a fan. And I think that Ross and Rachel were the original will-they-won't-they they couple. Right, yes, and Ross and Rachel, I mean, I think even aside from Carrie and Big, maybe even more are like the iconic quotes. Like, we were on a break. Like, all those things are so Ross and Rachel. Guess what, guys? Not a fan. Hate them. Hate them. <laughs> Here, I have, I have a lot to say. I'll get through it. I never... I, I don't hate Ross and Rachel like I hate Carrie and Big, though. Because, like, Ross didn't shit all over no. Rachel in the same way. I just never felt the chemistry there. I, I never, never felt it. I, I couldn't see the chemistry. I understand the storyline that he was in love with her in high school and he was Monica's brother. And But, you know, I think high school crushes should stay in fucking high school. Who'd you like in high school? I think I like the linebacker. He's like six kids now <laughs> from the football team. <laughs> like, I liked a guy that worked at the pager kiosk in the mall. Beat like, me, hit me back. <laughs> <laughs> wild paging like whatever your high school graduate should stay in high school and I just I think the thing with them was that she was this girl that he could never get so she he always thought she was out of his league she was pretty unpopular in high school he was the nerdy brother and so they played into that and he finally got her but I don't think that's a reason to ever be with somebody just because you always thought that they were out of your, your league and I just never saw the chemistry with them I understand they were trying to pull off this whole opposites attract scenario I still didn't find it sexy I think Ross is this intellectual I'm not even hating on Ross I think Ross is great I think he's funny he's super intellectual he's a paleontologist Rachel's this kind of like ditzy fashion girl like it was such a mismatch and it wasn't cute the chemistry wasn't cute I like I just I just wasn't a fan yeah I I don't remember ever watching this show and even today as an adult you you evaluate shows very differently when you're I don't know we were in high school when the show was on right and so basically in your 30s you obviously identify differently with the characters but yeah at no age did I ever look at these two and think like this is an aspirational couple I see them together they had no interest in common whatsoever and it wasn't even like an opposites attract kind of thing like I couldn't see either one of those people being attracted to the other person and they didn't seem to be attracted to the other chemistry they fought so much in front of other people all the time yes they were bad communicators very immature communicators I think he was patronizing to her and I think for him Rachel was just the big get you know Rachel was like on this pedestal because he could never get her and I think Rachel only wanted Ross when she thought she couldn't have him like it just wasn't it didn't feel real to me I just like didn't I didn't like any of it and I will say my number one thing and then I'm going to say something really controversial my number one thing was Ross didn't even make her laugh she didn't think Ross was funny. I think Ross is funny. Like, every character is very funny on that show. They Their sense of humor is, like, didn't match up. Well, he's, like, this dopey, intellectual guy, and she's, like, this, like, ditzy, high-energy kind of girl. And, like, that doesn't mean that that can't mesh, but they didn't mesh. They didn't mesh. You want to hear what I have to say? I'm ready. Hit me. Rachel and Joey. Way better match. Huge. I don't think that that's controversial at all. I know. Rachel and Joey. He made her laugh. Joey. light And easy and fun. I bet you they had good sex together. Yes. Joey's the one that made her laugh. Joey's the one she lived with comfortably. Like, they had such a better chemistry and they were such a better fit to me. And this is not anything to do with, like, Ross is, he's smart and Rachel's ditzy, like, whatever. That can be super cute and work, too. The chemistry wasn't there. Her and Joey had it. Remember when her and Joey went on that date? I could cry. <laughs> that was the match. 
I also think, and I'm going to say something not controversial, but everybody's going to be like, yeah, of course. These two characters only wanted to be with each other when they were with other people. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. There was only these, like, earth-shattering moves to, like, be with the other person when, like, the other person found someone. That's not what a healthy relationship is. It's just, like, you only get off the plane when you think, like, they might marry another person. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You're so, so right. And I, I, the more I think about it, again, (laughs) not Carrie Big. I'm not going to, like... Punch myself in the face. They were terrible. They were horrible people. No, it just I just can't believe that that was the storyline of the whole thing because I just couldn't ever feel the chemistry. And I would have loved, like, I know they had to end up together. Well, I don't know. They kind of didn't. That's weird. They had the kid. That was weird, too. Like, I can't, I can't, I can picture Rachel and Joey fucking. I can't picture Ross and Rachel. I would watch that today. What's the fuck, Ross? But, like, I liked Ross with Charlie, the, um, what is her name? She's like, she used to be on E. She's a beautiful, tall, black woman that he dated. And she was this intellectual type that laughed Emily, at his nerdy jokes. Emily, boring Emily. Great for him. Boring, great for him. Yeah. Even great lesbian. For, for you, Emily. Married. She was great. I just can't. I think that when I compare the two, Rachel and Joey and Rachel and Ross, I think Ross just liked the idea of Rachel. And he liked the thought of who he thought it meant he was if he could land a chick like that. And I think somebody like Joey just actually appreciated for who she was. They were the friends first. And I, I, I don't know. I, I never really got down with that. And like just the sheer amount of conflict they had. It's not supposed to be that hard. So this is a relationship to me that is created to appeal to like a 13-year-old girl. Like there the was... push and pull. And, yeah, this like will they, won't they? Like all the things mm-hmm. that like you're... You look... They, they fought constantly in public. They only wanted to make decisions about being with the other person when threatened with the loss of the other person. Right. These are like these these things that you think when you're super young, right. like maybe like this drama, you misinterpret it for like love and excitement and passion and spark. That's it, that's not it. Right. Like getting on the plane, the whole thing, like running down the runway. Like it's not real life. Right. But I see what you mean. Um so yeah, I don't really have much else to say, but that is the iconic couple. And I just was like, zero chemistry. I wasn't feeling it. Really? Monica and Chandler, amazing, perfect, suited for each other, relationship goals, best couple on the show. Don't at me. One of the best couples <laughs> of all time. The older I get, the more I appreciate them. Because they're just silly and light and well, easy. They have the and they friendship. And then they just think then they slept together at their brother's wedding. Maybe that's maybe that's mine. What gonna happen to me? Which, which <laughs> like, one of your brother's friends are you gonna sleep with? <laughs> Just so I can make sure I don't sleep with him, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which two of each lifeguard? Um, no, I. they make me so happy. And I, I really, like, I don't think I used to get so boned up for Monica and Chandler back in the day. But, like, now I do more. Like, yeah. I'm just like, that's a real adult relationship. No drama. Make each other laugh. I remember she proposed. I can't. I cry oh. every time. When she has the chick, the, the turkey on her head and he tells her he loves her. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. I, like, still I, up. Monica's storyline is I love it just in general with Richard and Ch- I just I love everything I love Monica's all of her all, all of her stuff she was like she was definitely my my favorite character but I, again I'm not I'm not trying to hate on Jennifer Aniston I literally think she was so brilliant on that show that just to me Monica Chandler was a relationship that was created to appeal to adults because right. it's like you're so casual right. and easy and they get along and like Ross Rachel is like how can we like hook people in for s- how many seasons was there God, I should have Googled it. I don't, know. I don't know. But however many seasons, like, that was the main number one storyline. You're right. Will it's like Carrie and Big. How can we keep this going right. for so many seasons? Right. You can't keep it going for seasons if people get along. I mean, you have to create this, like, false sense Ten of Ten seasons. Just looked it up. 
10, ten like, seasons. If you can't figure out how to be with a dude after 10 years, abort the mission. But I do. I really appreciate what you said. And that's why they, that's why they do it. These aren't real people. <laughs> this TV. And that's why, that's how you have to make a relationship. It wouldn't be if, what it was if it was easy on Friends. But we're still allowed to do a bonus episode and shit all over it. All right. Are you okay? Are you going to be able to talk about this next one? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be okay. Um, so you're super passionate about them. And obviously my favorite couple to discuss is the other ultimate will-they-won't-they couple, Jim and Pam. <sighs> Jim and Pam. Okay. Pull out I notes. am not – while you pull up your stuff, I'll bring it back to me. I love The Office, obviously. I am not, like, at the point of I can speak on it as well, like, as you are going to be able to. I haven't seen – I don't I, – I, I wouldn't say I've seen every episode. I definitely haven't seen every episode multiple times like I have with friends. But um absolutely love it. But I'm kind of going to just listen to you on this because I don't – I feel like I don't have the knowledge. I, I love Jim, John Krasinski, just in general, is just my f- favorite. And I don't really – I don't have I don't I don't, don't think I don't think I have a problem with them now, but I'm sure I will after I hear your justification. Well, so looking, go for it. Looking forward to ruining this show for you. Um <laughs> I liked Friends. The Office is one of my favorite shows, like top five favorite it's, shows it's of all. It's very time. different. Friends is just again, it's this nostalgia feel good. It's not challenging in any way. The office is like hum- the office is unparalleled with the humor. Yes. It's next um, I mean it just is. It's it transcends time to me. Like that show will be funny in twenty years. Oh my god! And like the just the way it was shot. I mean, clearly it's t- it's. Not, I mean, Friends is old school laugh track. Office has all the angles. Like I love that meme. That's like I want my wedding to be shot like an episode of The Office, <laughs> with like the eye contact and the sidebars. And like all that. I cried during the during the Office wedding. The wedding no, Niagara Falls. Um, no, I can't not. It cry. also was the original um docu like faux documentary style. For, right, exactly. That's why I guess program. What I'm trying so to say. unique. Um, okay, so I'm going to start by saying up top. Of course, you root for Jim and Pam. You're supposed to root for Jim and Pam. Okay. They're like, sweet, will they, won't they? Like, they just love each other so much, clearly. Like, you're supposed to, blah, blah, blah. They're exactly like what you're supposed to want, this, like, hopeless romantic, and then they end up together. Okay. I want to talk about what happens in real life with Jim and Pam. <laughs> I When we get to another couple, I'm going to talk about what would happen in real life now. It's like, you're, you're going to die. Keep going. <laughs> to me, like, for you guys who haven't, like, I don't know, you've been living in a mole hole for your entire life. Jim and Pam, she's a secretary. He's like a sales rep at this paper company. And she's engaged to somebody, and he's hopelessly in love with her. She's very meek and boring. Like, I don't love the character to begin with. I just, I find her like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Peak Jim and Pam to me is season two where they're like, she's like gonna marry Roy. She is engaged to somebody else. Right. And Jim's like so in love with her and he tells her he's in love with her. Okay. Let me tell you what happens in real life to cool, fun, hip Jim and like meek, boring, I don't know to do with my life, Pam. Pam marries Roy in real life. Right. Pam is not spontaneous or exciting. Pam marries the dude that she was dating when she was 15 because that is what the, that is what Pam does. Right. And Jim <laughs> wises up and moves to a cool city outside of Scranton and dates Karen and marries Karen because Karen <laughs> is a badass boss, okay? She's educated and dynamic. And look, that doesn't mean that, like, you can't marry a secretary. Marry a fucking secretary. Right. But, like, I think he finds this woman that is so interesting and, like, steadfast and, like, knows what she wants and he's confident and he abandons her in New York City and drives back to, like, be Scranton. with Scranton. Get the fuck out of here. Joe this. Biden was born there. We love Scranton. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. And then people are like, so they, so they get together. And it's like, 
after that, like, the relationship interest, like, quickly declines. It's like, I don't know, they're just, like, married now. Nothing interesting happens ever again, which I guess is sort yeah. of real life. Well, and that was, wasn't that just The Office in general? Like, the last season was just, they just got different writers, and it was just, like, it wasn't as good, right? I it actually, just declined in general. I didn't mind the last season. Steve Carell's not on the last season. Right, right, but right. Jim and Pam, he, like, pines for her. Pam does not call off her wedding to Roy to be with fucking Jim. No, that doesn't happen. And I just, you know, they like played on this for a couple years and then they finally get together and it's like this quick decline in like interest for each other. Pam is an affair with the set, almost has an affair with like the boom mic guy. And she's pregnant. Right. And then Jim also, let me, let me tell you about what happens once they get married. Cause Jim does some things that are immediate grounds for termination of the relationship. Jim buys a house without her permission. Right. Married. Oh, oh, my husband's just going to go purchase a home on my behalf without discussing it with me. I've divorced you for something like that. I mean, okay, you could buy me a big house. I wouldn't. Wait, and really quick, just so it wasn't, I think the office six seasons, I think total. Was it, did Jim and Pim get married at the end of the second to last season? There was one more season where they were married? No, there's multiple seasons where they're married. There are. Mm -hmm. Okay. They have kids. They have two kids. They have a kid for one of the seasons. They have a second kid in the next season. I think I just like ended, I think I just stopped watching after the wedding. Yeah, because it's not interesting anymore. Like immediately like the writers were like, well, this storyline's over. Let's make them super boring. Right. Uh, He buys a house without her permission, which I mean, like if somebody wants to buy me a house, I guess they could. It's fine. Everyone's Um, fine. And then he like, I don't know, gets a job and fucks off to Philadelphia and just like lives there without her and she's just like in Scranton just secretarying away and he's like gonna go shack up with Daryl in Philadelphia. Like, it sounds depressing. Like not, none of this is like people like think that they're so aspirational and like there's a couple moments in the last couple seasons where like he almost loses her and then does this like big grand gesture and people are like he's so sweet. He shouldn't have done any of those things. Right. Like it's crazy. I guess I didn't realize, like, the last few seasons in the office were just, like, marital problems. Like, who fucking cares? <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, but, she almost has a, an affair with the boom mic guy, who is very cute. I would have sex but, with him, too. Gotta love a guy with the boom mic. <laughs> so, people think they're aspirational, what? Because they're sense of humor together, right? Isn't that what people, I mean, that they're funny together? The, ma- the message is just, like, you know, even though she's comfortable and has this thing that she knows will never go away, which is her high school boyfriend, even though he's found this girl that ideally is somebody who, like, makes money and successful, that, like, they they have this, like, friendship and this bond, and they're meant right. to be together because that's what you should want in a relationship is, right. like, a shared humor with somebody. Right. But... I don't know. I find her like whiny and dowdy and he keeps talking about how she's the greatest thing that ever happened on the planet. She doesn't do anything. What does she do? She draws like pictures of buildings with pencils. Right. What does Pam do? What the fuck Dunder did Pam Midland, ever do? This is Pam. Like what the fuck has Pam ever done? I'm with you. I just, to me, the relationship is so unrealistic. They didn't even do a good job in the writing room the way they did with Friends 10 seasons. Like, the wheel they won't they They did. And right. then it's like, And then it just, well, it's, yeah, you're right. And yeah, like we keep saying. There's a reason why they have to do this. They have to keep it going. But <laughs> the real unsung. Sorry, I'll let you finish your thought and then I'll. I'm done. Are you, you want to move on to your favorite couple? No, I don't. I want oh, to okay. interject that very similar to Friends, the secondary couple in the office is one of my favorite couples of all time, Dwight and Angela. Right. Meant to be together. <laughs> yes. They're so weird. <laughs> Both of them is like the weirdest person that has ever lived. Such a good match. They just, they, they're so cute. They love each other. So, who the fuck else is going to sleep with Angela? Besides somebody as weird as Dwight. That's it. And who else would, like, really get it up for Dwight besides somebody as weird and uptight well, was, as Wasn't it, like, what when they were getting married, like, Dwight was, like, <laughs> he was, like, getting all the action? Yeah, he I was, love like, it. He was sexy that one episode, right? 
You got you want Dwight? I don't <laughs> We've already talked about fucking Dwight on the show once. You don't make beat, me do it. You have a beat farmer fetish? <laughs> no, you're so right about Dwight and Angela. <laughs> yeah. They're the Monica and Chandler. Secondary most aspirational couple. I just think that like I don't know. In real life, this couple would never work out. I don't find them aspirational. Fine. Find your best friend. Marry them. Whatever. I don't know. It's just, to me, it's just like I lost interest after a couple seasons. Yeah. I, I hear that. It's I mean, I think I that is kind of why I just kind of I just kind of stopped at the wedding. I was like, that was such a perfect episode. I remember the, the thing went viral with the Chris Brown song and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm good now. It's just this I idea. I need to see the married life. It's just this idea in writing that, like, there has to be this, like, endless conflict to create this aspirational relationship. And it's like, these two aren't meant for each other. Rachel and Ross were not meant for each other. Right. If we want to segue into my next one, there always has to be a wedding. They always have to get married. It's so stupid. Baby, baby weddings? Underage weddings. All, everybody drops out of college at the age of, like, 19 and gets married at 20 to the person they were like dating every, at 14. Every show, every wanna, series, it doesn't have to end with a wedding. Right? Zach and Kelly. You don't have to Corey. marry in Topanga. <laughs> Chuck and Blair. Chuck you don't Blair. have to marry the person you were dating when you were 15. <laughs> uh, can you imagine... Yeah, well, and that's I'll give props to Friends that they didn't do that. They didn't. Monica and Chandler got were the wedding. Yeah, because they want to see a, a wedding, but the, but Ross and Rachel didn't. I like that. I like that they did that. They didn't have the main couple get married at the end. Right. I don't know that I love the like assertion that like marriage is the end of it. This is right. what you strive for. They attained it. We can end the show now. Right. Childhood baby weddings. Okay. You want to talk about Zach and Kelly? Oh, okay, guys. Okay. Zach Morris is my first love. Mine too. Like obsessed, like posters everywhere. I had books on Mark Paul Gossler, like just, and also I just am very tied to the show in general. It's my favorite show growing up and my brother and I just like didn't really get along when we were kids, but that's when we would get along. We watched Say by the Bell together. So. Which of the girls did Matt like? Kelly Kapowski. Really? Of course, Matt's like a football guy. Of course, he likes the catch cheerleader. Kelly Kapowski. But I mean, and I, I can appreciate guys that Kelly Kapowski being guy's first crush, like Zach Morris was mine. And before I get into it, I just want to tell everybody that I did meet him uh, years later. I interviewed him, I think, in 2010. Did he have black hair then? It was right. He had darker hair. It was right before Franklin and Bash. Do you remember that show? He's like a lawyer. Whatever. Was it on like uh, the CW? So, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Hit him and Breck and Meyer. Uh, but he, I, I to meet that to meet that person. Like I and I, it was fine. But it, like I, that's one of those things. Like you should never meet your idols because they like cannot possibly live up live up to it. But I did. I got to meet my my long childhood crush, Zach and Kelly. All right. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with Kelly. It's fine. You seem fine. <laughs> I appreciated that she was like a hot brunette. She was like a sex symbol back then. It was like all about blondes before the Kardashians came along. So I liked that. I liked that she was like brown hair, brown eyes like me as a kid. I was like, I can relate to this kind of. Um, I like that they were high school sweethearts. I like that they were cute together. But like, did so you, you don't marry your high school sweetheart. Did you like that he was a total sociopath? Oh, Ashley's getting mad. What? Zach Morris was not a sociopath. He was a prankster. And he was, like, super smart. <laughs> he was bored in high school because he was so... Remember when he got an SAT? He had, like, a perfect score on his SATs. That's why he was such a prankster. Also he, a terrible message to send to children. You know, just fuck off for all four years of high school. He you knew... Listen, I learned a lot from Zach Morris. Did, did I knew, you? I knew how to get what I wanted. Zach got what he wanted. He, like... By char- trickery and thievery. Not... What, what did he steal? He was just a prankster in high school. Kelly's heart. <laughs> I'm not going to say he's a sociopath. I'm not saying it. I don't want to. I want to drop it. Okay. 
<laughs> Let right, me just tell right. you this. I want to say this to you. It, again, it's so fucking dumb that they had to have him get married. Whatever. I mean, it's dumb. Tell me, do you agree with this? Kelly Kapowski has such teen mom vibes. Like, Kelly Kapowski. You think, like, Slater should have knocked up Kelly? She should have had, like, a 16-year-old kid? And they should have just, like, lived in, like, a trailer park. Yeah. Like, in real life, Zach Morris goes on to fucking start Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, he goes (laughs) on to just, like, be some sort of, like, crazy genius. And Kelly Kapowski has, like, three kids at 22. You know she does. I feel the exact opposite. I could not feel more opposite. In real life, this, like, good-looking prankster, I'm never going to go to class kid, he works at the gas station. What are you? Those guys, they're, they're like, the the founder of Hinge. Those guys that, like, always, like, jack off. The founder of Hinge and the founder of Facebook both went to Harvard Business School. Wait, Zach went to Stanford. A fictionalized person went to Stanford. All he did, <laughs> all he did, was fuck off. Yes, all and he of got, high school. He he is Zach Morris is the person that starts Facebook. It's this guy that like always he's was the like, Winklevoss twins. Yes, that was like always fucking around, but so brilliant. Goes to some Ivy League school and doesn't care about going to class. He's like, I'm going to start the next big thing. I know I'm right. Zach Morris was not like a Zach smart Morris was kid. a genius. <laughs> oh, he got six fifteen hundred SATs. How did he, he got into Stanford? Kelly, Jesse didn't. How did he do that? Because he's so smart. He, he didn't cheat on his SATs. What a horrible message to send to people. No, it's not. The message was like kids that like fuck around and do these things in high school. It's because they're bored because they're not challenged enough, but they're brilliant on the inside. And those are the kids that go on to start crazy shit like Facebook. I think you're overestimating Zach Morris, who hid in Mr. Belding, Mr. Belding's file cabinet to like spy on him. He carved out something he's in the wall. He's brilliant. He's a brilliant genius. And Kelly Kapowski is the fucking teen mom. I disagree with you. Kelly Kapowski grows up to be nothing, but she doesn't grow up to have kids at 16. She just she marries like a really she marries a Winklevoss twin. She marries like a super so disagreement on this. (laughs) This is our first fight. Um, She marries somebody that doesn't care anything about like her intellect. Which Kelly Kapowski smart? No. Okay. She She was sweet. She was nice. Kelly Kapowski is a Dallas trophy wife. I just, Kelly Kapowski's vibe to me was she just seemed like someone that was like barefoot and pregnant. Used to be the head cheerleader. Kelly Kapowski peaked in high school. Totally. Zach Morris went on to star Facebook. I think that Kelly like does nails and (laughs) she's married. Okay. We can wrap this up. Do you want me to tell you my number one person for Zach that I liked? Lisa. No, like. Aside from Lisa and Jesse. Zach needs to be with Lisa, because Lisa could put Zach in his L- place. Lisa can, but I liked Zach and Lisa, of course. That was I loved that storyline. I was a glued to the TV. But I'll tell you who I like that he dated the most. Jean Jacket? Tori? <laughs> fuck off, Raina. This podcast is over. Tori. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> the number Ashley has never had more feelings about anything than Zach Morris. The number one person for Zach was Stacy motherfucking Carosi from the Malibu Beach Club, Leah Ramini. She busted Zach's balls. She tried to fight it. She's like, I'm not going to date this fucking blonde surfer dude. And then they dated and they fell in love. And like, he softened her like black heart. And like, she challenged him, Zach and Stacy forever. I'm with, I'm with you. He needs somebody like that. Mr. Carosi. <laughs> I got, I was texting Ashley about this last night, and she was like, "You better, you better stop this right now. You better stop." I was like, "Zach, there's a it. whole show called Zach Morris is Trash. You guys should check it out. It's uh, t- it's ten minute episodes. It's ten I can't minute believe episodes. you're doing this right now. 
I can't believe you're doing Okay, you know what? Let's move on to Chuck and Blair. I'm going to shit all over them. That's fine. You, how? They are unshittable. <laughs> but also, just to wrap it up, like, again, it's so dumb that, like, would you, I can't think of any more. I guess Chuck and Blair, but Corey and Topanga, Zach and Kelly always had to end with some dumb wedding. It's like, we don't just, we don't need it. We don't need it. Like, we don't need the wedding of two 20-year-olds. I know that you also have—I know that you're not a Harry Potter fan, but all of them got married in the end, too. They, <laughs> they took a book about, like, toddlers, and they're like, you know how we got to wrap this toddler book up? All of them get married. Everybody in that book got married to each other. It's crazy. <laughs> Why is everything to be a toddler? Okay, so let's segue on to another couple that had a toddler wedding. It makes even less sense than anything else. Okay, Chuck and Blair are my favorite couple of all time. Right. And, and I— Gossip Girl, if you guys haven't watched it, I don't know— your life you is meaningless. Watched it. The, I don't know what you're doing. I want to. I would like to start it again, like now. Oh, you want to rewatch it? Have you watched it recently? I watched it for the first time ever, like four years ago. Okay, so you're obsessed with Chuck and Blair. They were they're a perfect match. They are. I mean, they're like the unsung hero couple to me. Like nobody looks at them and thinks like uh, maybe they do, but like they they're they're also both complete sociopaths. Like Zach was well, not really a sociopath. They could be like a diagnosed case of sociopaths. Right. But they both are. So that's yeah. why it works, right? Yeah, they're great together. Look, they're both kind of insane. They do weird sex stuff together. And like they like it. She likes to like bait other girls into hitting on him and then like freak so out freaky. and then fuck him. Oof. <laughs> This goes a little against the topic. The topic is supposed to be like shitting on people, but Raina apparently wants to be Chuck and Blair. I, I mean, I sat next to Chuck Bass once at a restaurant. This isn't important. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> anyways, I the thing that they did really well in that show is they, I don't know, well, they wrote storylines for children that were really adult storylines. Oh, geez. That's and crazy. The like, show, I mean. Like most shows, obviously, it, the characters were cast. These characters were in their 20s, their late 20s, mid-20s, yeah. late 20s. In the show, so it's believable. You see all these character storylines that are like storylines written for adults, but there's no parents present ever, so you forget that they're like kids. Yeah. Um, and that they all drop out of college by the age of 19. Blair marries Chuck at the age of 20. Jesus. In the most beautiful ally gown of ever seen. No, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, my favorite season of that show was when all three of the people that should have been together were together. I think it was like the third season. Right. Okay. So Serena and Dan? So Serena no. is dating dumb Nate because they're just so vapid oh, and, and empty. Right. The two of them are so stupid. They just, they're so beautiful. Like I would watch them fuck. Yeah, okay, and then Serena Nate, I Dan is with Vanessa because they're both like super nerd balls. They take Vanessa, who is a I didn't like Vanessa smoke show. You know she dated a Rod, like oh she is in real life. Yeah, like I just didn't care for her on the show. Oh, I hated her on the show. They were yeah. like, how can we find this like Brooklyn girl? We're painting her hair purple and put orange pom poms in it. So they ended up together, and then Chuck and Blair. It was like the best two episodes of all seven <laughs> two seasons. Episodes of the whole series. It's just like dumb Serena and dumb Nate. Oh, Nate was so stupid. I loved him. He is so beautiful, though. I was a big fan of Dan. I liked Serena and Dan. Do you remember when Blair dated Dan? Uh, <laughs> did you get that far? I've watched every episode of Gossip Girl. It just has been a while. Worst couple in history. <laughs> okay, so that, that ties in. They are clearly not iconic or famous, but worst couple alert, Serena. Oh, yeah, Blair and Dan. You blocked it out, right? I blocked it out. Yeah, because it was like a whole season. Dan was so in love with her. Blair and Dan. It's so uncomfortable. It makes your whole body uncomfortable. Ew, why like, would they even? <laughs> Ooh. They have that like weird salon party at Dan's place. It's like they like bond yes. over like literature and like books and movies. Like I say it like it's like so ridiculous. But like Blair's not an intellectual. Give me a fucking break. Blair wants to watch Chuck fuck other girls and then like masturbate in the other room while she watches. Blair is a freak. Yeah, for sure. She, Blair's not dating Dan. <laughs> 
Anyways, all shout right. out to Blair and Chuck. You're my favorite couple of all time. All right. Do you want to just do one more? This this one's a little bit more under the radar. Okay. Angela Chase and Jordan Catalano. Oh, shit. <laughs> Which Jared Leto. Jared Leto and, and Claire Danes. Like, that is crazy to think about. So I, I love this. I used to have every um, the whole series on DVD. I My So-Called Life was such one of my favorite shows of all time. But isn't it crazy to think, like, about these so famous people, like they were just nobodies then. Who was who was Claire Danes? Like who's she Jared Leto? Most, right, the two of them are so famous. So famous today. now. Um, <sighs> I was really really young when the show was on, right. so I don't know that I like really even understood the concept. It was pretty high concept, and they had like a trans person. They gay they people. did a, they did a lot for for basic cable. My so-called life was really revolutionary in what they did. I mean, they were the they were the first ones to nail this teen angst thing. And like then Rayanne and she had the dysfunctional family with and the mom with the drugs and then Ricky. I mean, it was they covered so much ground. I'm like, I think they were such a revolutionary show. Yeah, and I think that early in the 90s, there weren't all these like every show was aspirational. You saw these couples that were like so beautiful and wonderful. Like this show was like high school teen angst. Yeah. Anyways, let's talk about <laughs> Let's talk about Jordan Catalano. Dumbass Jordan Catalano. (laughs) She pined for him. He is so hard. But like, let's just be clear. Jared Leto never looked better than that fucking show. He was so beautiful. I don't know how old he was at the time. 15. I don't fucking know. He was beautiful. You you love young guys so much. (laughs) (laughs) But so stupid. Okay. Listen, before we drop this, I just want to let you guys know the whole storyline was like, you know, she like wants him so badly and she's like insecure and thinks he doesn't like her. And he's like this like angry, brooding guy. She thinks he's like all deep and introspective. What's the reality of this? He's not brooding. He's trying to remember how to form a sentence. <laughs> but yes, that was the, cra- the the thing is like here's this girl who is intelligent and curious. And she has a family that loves her a lot. And I get it. You're going through a lot of changes when you're going into your teenage years and high school and whatnot. But like, of course, she has a crush on just the most beautiful person she's ever seen. That's a fucking idiot. <laughs> like she would think he was like all pensive and like remember he when she was like he wouldn't have the find the words like, yeah, he doesn't know dumb. words he doesn't know words yes. that's why he can't he's not speaking because he doesn't know he doesn't have words he doesn't have vocabulary okay so but 1010 would fuck him in a stairwell every stairwell and the janitor's closet <laughs> uh, um okay i want to throw out to wrap up some other couples great couples in tv history that you really liked oh who are some great iconic couples? That you oh, you're loved? like putting me on the spot. I mean, um, Samantha and Smith, Miranda and Steve, Charlotte and Harry. Everybody. <laughs> we already talked about them. I'm just going to say it. My favorite TV couple of all time is Carmela and Tony Soprano. Okay. Also, perfectly suited for each other. I don't care. Like, say what you will about them as like people. Perfectly suited marriage for the other person. Okay. She let him just like favorite live and do his thing. And he was allowed to just run free. And she was fine with it. She was totally fine. I mean, yeah, they got a divorce for like a little bit, but then they got back together. Yeah. She tried to date somebody else, couldn't do it. They're a great TV couple. All right. Do you want to hear my favorite one? Yeah. Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky. <laughs> <laughs> no couple that lives in an attic is no, my favorite I love <laughs> I love Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky so much. And like I do Get your own house. Oh. <laughs> They're trying to help raise the family. 
family. Yeah, but like they have their own family. Like get your own home. Maybe Nikki and Alex like it up there. <laughs> I I just loved. Uh, did you have a crush on John Stamos? Obviously, we all did, right? I'm a human. I breathe air. Okay, yeah. and so we, I love John Stamos so much. Like he was probably the first guy that gave me like a little like twinge down there. He was so hot. I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to cheat on Zach, but you know. But I just felt like <laughs> Becky and Becky was a solid match for him. I thought she was good enough for him. I think that they were well matched. They were very well suited for each other. Again, none of these couples that were actually well suited for each other will ever make a list of like greatest couples in history because wasn't enough angst. You don't think Aunt, Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky would be on a greatest couple list? I think maybe one of your research. Oh, let's talk about this. Um, this is another show I kind of I want to rewatch is Dawson's Creek. I just think Dawson and Joey were like just such pussies, like both of them. But like Pacey I remember Pacey and Joey feeling like hot about that one, just because of him mainly. He's so hot. She, he kind of brought her out of her shell. I think other like iconic television shows we have. Grey's Anatomy, right? I just don't know. I had to have. I'm not a it. huge Grey's person, but I think I feel okay about Meredith and Derek. But he he died, right? That was like a crazy thing. Never seen it. Um, Meredith Grey and. Derek are like on all these lists. I love TMA iconic couples. No, I just don't. I don't know enough. I didn't watch the show to that extent, but I I feel like they were they were solid. And you know what I liked that didn't have to end with a marriage. It ended with a death. (laughs) Mix it up, which essentially is the same thing, anyway. I think I did. I I remember that episode being people were like losing their minds when he died. I like like I have nothing to contribute to. I never saw the show. My mom watched it till the bitter end. I, I was like, your mom. mom, geez. I love your mom. The last couple that we forgot to talk about, which is, I, I don't even know how we forgot to bring this up. 90210. Wasn't allowed to watch it. The, oh, I would watch in my basement with the sound on like three. My mom wouldn't let me watch it. Yeah, I was allowed to watch the it. The original love triangle, Luke Perry with Brenda and Kelly. Yeah, but so who did he end up with? Well, it's like this amazing metaphor for how things always go. Brenda, the sort of like nerdy, really smart, yeah. pretty, but like also like very studious. He cheats on her all the time with like more fun, Kelly. loose, cool Kelly. Blonde. And he like can't ever pick because like they're just like opposite ends of the spectrum. I think he ultimately ends up with Kelly. But uh Nana Two and O like really was like one of the first shows I ever watched. And like, yeah, they were the original love triangle. Right. Threesome goals. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hot threesome. Brenda That's, Kelly and add them to the list of people that I would watch have sex. <laughs> On Claire. that note, <laughs> Claire. I said Claire. I meant Chuck and Blair. Um. Anyways, that's that's all I have to say. Yeah. We're well. I'm exhausted now. Like whenever we get really riled up about a topic, I'm like, we gotta I call know. it. Yeah. We shit on all the famous couples. Hope we didn't ruin your day, guys. Ross and Rachel, Jim and Pam. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another bonus episode where we crush things that people love <laughs> and keep it real. <laughs> have a good day, guys. Have Enjoy a good day, guys. Um, subscribe, rate, review, follow us. Girls Gotta Eat podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're all over the place. And we'll see you guys on Monday. That's it. Have a good week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.